Welcome to Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Where I help you go through some of the overlooked health issues that we as women go through during womanhood. Welcome to another edition of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Today's episode is about dieting and nutrition. I'm going to talk about what is a balanced diet, speak a little bit about portion sizes. I'm going to talk to you about macros. There are some that are not favorable of a macro driven diet and some are. Let's be honest, there are so many different diets out there. Sometimes it's hard to choose which one could be right for you. Some diets push high volumes of fat, some diets push high volumes of carbs and some diets push high volumes of protein. To me, I just believe that a balanced diet is the key. It just makes sense to me that if your diet is balanced and nothing is off kilter, as they say, that should then remove the urge to have sweets, have crisps, have any kind of snack in between meals. You can snack, but to me, it needs to be approved. Approved snacking is good. Then I'll give you my top five nutrition changes for women. And this is kind of universal. I think everybody does it in some kind of way. If you want to review your diet in any kind of way, progress with a healthier lifestyle, you'll review your diet, you'll review your lifestyle and you'll pull in the reins slightly. So what is a balanced diet? A balanced diet contains the appropriate amount of all the nutrients required by the body to grow, remain healthy and be disease free. It also provides the necessary energy requirements protects against vitamin, mineral and other nutritional deficiencies and it also builds up your immunity. But a balanced diet also depends on nutritional needs and these needs depend on sex or gender, your size, your age and your activity levels, i.e. are you sedentary during the day? Do you go to the gym once, twice, three times a week or do you go every day of the week? How much nutrition should women have a day? Well in the UK the recommended daily calorie intake is 2,000 calories a day for women and 2,500 calories for men. But of course if you are more active your calorie intake will be more. I can hear you asking yourself, why do men need more calories than women? Well, men have more muscle mass than women and muscles require more calories to maintain than fat. So men tend to have a higher calorie intake requirement than women. But you've got to keep in mind as well that your height and weight also affects your calorie needs. By nature, women tend to have a lower metabolic rate than men. This means your body uses fewer calories, i.e. less energy, to push normal body functions like breathing, thinking and circulating your blood. 
It's physiological, and that's just the way it is. The daily calories we require for our body and its function are taken from seven main nutrients. These nutrients are carbohydrates, proteins, and fats. Those three are called macros. Then we get into the macronutrients, vitamins, minerals. Then we have dietary fiber and water. These seven major groups of nutrients perform different and unique functions. They are all simply essential because they work together and contribute to our good health. If any of these nutrients are lacking, you will know about it. Your body will tell you. Simple example, if you are dehydrated, i.e. lacking water, you will tend to eat more. Sometimes thirst is disguised as hunger. Have a couple glasses of water and see how you feel. Try it, come on. The next time you feel hungry outside of your meal times, drink a couple glasses of water, give it five minutes, then see how you feel. But let me just tell you, and I think you know this already, or you should, the most important nutrient for the body is water. It's involved in many of your body's vital functions and it sends other essential nutrients to your cells. So you can't do without water. I'm sure you've heard that you can live for weeks without food, but only days without water. Have you heard of the Eat Well Guide? And the Eat Well Guide is a policy tool and it's used to define government recommendations on eating healthily and achieving a balanced diet. So there's a UK Eat Well Guide, there's a US Eat Well Guide, there's even a Japan Eat Well Guide. Depending on the country that you reside, there is an Eat Well Guide. The Eat Well Guide replaces the Eat Well Plate. I know the Eat Well Plate, but it's been updated to the Eat Well Guide. And it's a visual representation of how different foods and drink can contribute towards a healthy, balanced diet. It's based on five food groups and shows how much of what you eat should come from each group. So what are these groups? The first group is fruit and veg. At least five portions of fruit and veg every day. Most of us are still not eating enough fruit and veg, to be honest. But they should make up just over one third of the food we eat. And this is represented on the Eat Well Guide as a third, well, just over a third. The next group consists of potatoes, bread, rice, pasta, kind of uh, carbohydrates. And they should make up just over a third of the food we eat as well. It's good to also choose the higher fibre varieties such as whole wheat pasta, brown rice, or just leave the skins on potatoes. That adds to your fibre intake. The next food group are proteins. So the foods give good sources of proteins, vitamins and minerals. In there is also pulses, beans, peas, lentils, which are good alternatives to meat because they're low in fat, but they're also a good source of fibre and protein as well. Got to aim for at least two portions of fish every week, one of which should be oily, such as salmon, mackerel, sardines, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You've got to also have some dairy in there, some dairy alternatives as well, soya, soya drinks, yogurts, so that's milk, cheese, that kind of stuff. 
It's an important source of calcium, which also helps keep your bones healthy. And the next food group to add, if you're not rigid in your diet and not trying to achieve a specific goal, you can add in foods high in fat, salt and sugar, but less often and in very small amounts. So your things like crisps, chocolate. I would also switch milk chocolate for dark chocolate. Less fat in there. Maybe a little bit of ice cream, some cake. But you have these less often and in small amounts. They're not needed in our diet. So as I say, eat less often and in small amounts. Then, of course, drink plenty of fluids, plenty of water. The government recommends six to eight cups of glasses a day. You can also include in that tea, coffee, lower sugar drinks, milk. Fruit juices and smoothies also count towards your food consumption as well. Don't forget that. But they contain free sugars that can damage teeth. So do limit these. Let me just add that the Eat Well Guide applies to most of us, whether we're a healthy weight or overweight, whether we eat meat or are vegetarian, and no matter what our ethnic origin. But anybody with a specific dietary requirement or medical need should check with a registered dietitian on how to adapt the Eat Well Guide to meet their individual needs. One way to clean up your diet is to approach the macro diet method. This is a method that I use and I find it very easy to work with, but I have been using it for quite a long time. You just have to get used to it. This method focuses on your three macros, proteins, carbs and fats, and in what quantities they are consumed and how often they are consumed during the day. I'm a competitor, so My macro diet consists of me weighing and measuring what I eat every single day for every single meal. But you can adapt this and use it in a less rigorous way. Rather than using scales, you can use the palm of your hand, a clenched fist, a thumb or two to work as portion control. Do you know the Zimbabwe hand jive? The Zimbabwe hand jive is a simple method of portion control. Palm of your hand equals one portion of protein. That could be meat, fish, poultry. A closed fist can equal one portion of carbohydrates. That's grains and starches, stuff like that. The thumb is equal to one portion, which is a tablespoon of fat-heavy foods, which includes peanut butter. Then we've got the cupped hand equals one portion of fruit or vegetables. So that can be used instead of getting out of the weighing scales and being rigorous with weights. You can do it in a much more free-flowing manner by using your hand. Simple. Take it from me and make no mistake, hand portions aren't as accurate as macro tracking, is what I do, but they are accurate enough to help you consistently track your food intake and reach your goals. And this couldn't be including transforming your body if that's what you're after. Lifestyle change. So what macros should I be eating to lose weight? Is 40, 30, 30 good macros? Is 40, 40, 20 good macros? Well, it depends on what you want to achieve. I would recommend a 40, 30, 30 macro. That would be 40% of your total calories 
come from proteins. 30% of your total calories come from carbohydrates. And then the other 30% comes from fats. This has been looked at often and across several populations, each time found to support improvements in overall health, body composition and wellness. But these percentages can be tweaked depending on what you want to do. But to start off, 40, 30, 30. That's 40 protein, 30 carb, 30 fats. And you can tweak it. You can drop the fats, you can raise the carbs, or you can raise the protein, drop the, the carbs, raise the fats, just as long, of course, as you keep it within the percentages. What I will do, I'll do another podcast focusing on macros and the macros that you should be eating to lose weight, whether it be just for wellness, whether it's for peak physical condition, whether it's because you go to the gym five, six times a week. There are specific macro ratios to facilitate what you want to do. So I'm going to give you five nutritional changes, five important nutritional changes for women to improve your health, your well-being. Number one, eat more protein. Protein is the building blocks for muscle. The more protein you eat, the more robust your muscles will be. As we get older, our strength decreases. We need to mitigate that. And to do that, we need to eat more protein. Eat veg with every meal. Eat healthy fats daily, nuts, seeds, avocado, olives and olive oils. This will be to promote healthy hormone activity. We need oils to do that. Eat fish high in omega-3 fatty acids, salmon or sardines. I've said this before. Limit caffeine and stop consuming it at least eight hours before bedtime. This will cause insomnia. So I think I have my last coffee probably about 10 o'clock in the morning because I am a prolific coffee drinker and I've had to pull the reins in. I was drinking coffee up until 2pm in the afternoon and it just wasn't working. So I've had to train myself. I pulled it right back to two coffees in the morning and that's it. Also consider, I'll say consider, reducing alcohol consumption to two to three standard size drinks per week or less. Try that for a minimum of two weeks and see where you're at. Before that, take your weight, measure your waist, measure your hips, measure your bust. At the end of two weeks, repeat those measurements, a minimum of two weeks before you repeat those measurements. Also, not forgetting, increase your water, have at least three litres of water a day. That's for women, for men, about four litres try increasing your but you know what basically if you do nothing you don't review your foods if there's one thing that you should do is increase your water to at least three liters a day so today i've spoken about dieting what's a balanced diet nutritional needs and what those depend on gender size age and activity levels i've spoken about portion control and a more relaxed method of portion control. Calorie intake for women and men I've spoken about as well. Seven nutrients that the body needs. Spoken about water, the eat well guide, and of course macros. And I've given you the five top nutrition changes for women. Tune in next week where we talk about sexual health. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Training for Womanhood. Be fit, be healthy, be happy. Please stay tuned for future episodes and do please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram at dnice.fitness, that's D-N-Y-C-E, or via my website, dniceofitness.co.uk. I'd love to hear from you. And if you have questions of your own or need advice about your health and well-being or womanhood in general, please do send them through my way and I'll respond directly and also in future episodes. This podcast has been brought to you by D-Nice Fitness and produced by the great team at the Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Denise Campbell. Have a wonderful week. Until next time.